You're listening to Adam RMD GED. Uh -oh. Underground Cartoon Therapy. According to Novak Djokovic Foundation, there are three main effects of cartoons that concern violence on children. They become insensitive to others' pains and sorrow. Children do not feel discomfort from any elements of violence around them in real life. Disobedient, nervous, nervous, and aggressive, and aggressive tendencies. tendencies. Cartoons, Cartoons can desensitize children to other sorrow, pain, pain, and violence occurring around, around them. Children, children may begin to view the cartoon characters as real life role models, models and the aggression, aggression shown be internalized. Welcome to the cartoon violence episode. Oh, yeah, cool. My mom's doing Connect the Dots. Adult Connect the Dots. Adult Connect the Dots while we're fucking doing the violence in cartoons episode. <laughs> we're gonna talk about Wiley e. Coyote getting fucked over. <laughs> By the Roadrunner. We're gonna talk about Boiled Angel violence in underground comics. Boiled Angel style. That's pretty cool. Mike Diana's gonna be on the show. We're gonna record them a little bit later. So wake up. Sounds like the pepperoni pizza clock trying to wake everybody up. Yeah, we'll talk about my violence in cartoons even. That's right. I guess I've done a little. <laughs> Well, let's pull your fucking brain out of your fucking skull through your eye socket. Yeah. Cartoon violence. Cartoon violence. I think we were going to talk about Saturday morning cartoons. That's going to be another episode. Violence it is. Let's go. We'll be right back. The Helping Hands Corporation has been feeding unfortunate children in over 156 countries for over 20 years. For only 28 cents a day, you can feed a little girl that's really cute. Call 1-800-CUTE-KIDS feed one of those little dudes today. Thank you. We now return, dude. What the fuck is up? Fucking A, man. Welcome back to the show. I'm at my mom's house. What's up, mom? How you doing? I'm alright. Fucking A. You feeling better now, right? Starting to, yeah. Hey, you know we're going to do an episode today? Uh, I'm going to go to a 420 festival later on, go see my mom's peeps out there. We're going to give some shout out, maybe I'll do a little recording out there even, who knows. But uh, right now I've just been taking care of my mom, got fucking nailed with some influenza. Now it's influ out of here, huh? <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. That motherfucker taxed your ass. Who oh, it did, I'm still feeling kind of weak, but I feel like most of the flu is gone. I'm <laughs> actually... You can like better and sounding better. I'm just getting rid of the residue. It's that residue. It's the resin that's been collecting. Uh, we 
wish it was resin. <laughs> he scraped that motherfucking lung. I wish it was resin. Where's the lung scraper? Yeah. <laughs> We're going to smoke that lung smoke. Uh, speaking of, give me one second, fellas. Oh, yeah. All right, you know what we're going to do an episode today on, Mom? What's that? Cartoon violence, violence, violence. Do you mean like where Wiley e. Coyote gets hit with over the head with an anvil? Yep, we'll go there. We'll go into EC Comics and talk about fucking uh, how they killed people in the comics and all the violence in there and all and the violence. Park where Kenny keeps getting killed. Kenny's habitual death. Uh, ritual. Uh, you know. Ritualistic uh, killing of Kenny. Now you can like have a lot of bloodshed in a lot of ways. You couldn't have that when I was growing up. No, you couldn't. Alright, let's get the music started on this fucking thing. Go ahead. What really gets me is everybody's complaining about how violent these kids are, but they've been using the TV for a babysitter for the last three generations, plunking their kids down in front of all this cartoon violence. Oh yeah, for and sure. And expecting them not to become immune to the violent aspects of it. I think, you know, there was this time when I was a kid coming in. I remember anybody who was like a, you know, fifth, sixth grade or whatever around then in the 80s, people like me in my age group, they were like, they could see that. You couldn't even say but on television. You couldn't say but. They had the seven deadly. Yeah. What were those, Mom? Let's see. Fuck, shit, piss, cocksucker, motherfucker, tits, and ass. Those are the seven deadlies. You still can't say the the F one, but you can. You still can't say fuck. You can you can say it now more you can though. Say frack. Yeah, you can say fudge. <laughs> or some shit. Thing but, is, they get around it now. They didn't use to back then. But it starts with the language, right? Yeah. It started with the fucking language, and then they were able to, like, kind of, And, you know, people like us were like, fuck yeah, let's hear more of that. Well, see, back in our day, too, you didn't have to tell somebody not to fucking aim a rocket launcher at somebody else or drop an anvil on their toe. We both... We all had the sense to know better. We knew that shit would hurt somebody. That's right, yeah. These kids don't seem to. They don't seem to get it that it's permanent. Well, you know, if if you go back to the predecessors, it's the cartoon violence in mainstream starts in Tex Avery, Chuck Jones, like you were saying, the Wiley e. Coyote, he's the antithesis of a motherfucker that... Technically, if you did that in real life, you'd be dead the first run. Yeah, but nobody died in those cartoons. They all came back to life. That's what's wrong with Grand Theft Auto. They shoot the cops, the cops come back to life. It's not like today. You shoot a cop, the cop dies, and his family's left with nothing. And, and Grand Theft Auto does come off kind of cartoony. It does. Because, you know, I think people trying to... 
reenact that shit in L.A. And I remember living in Hollywood, Mom, and I remember some car chases that just seemed like they were right out of Grand Theft. It just seemed so fucking cartoony. Plus, the motherfuckers got away. So, you know, but as far you can tell, that alleviation of, like, what you can just... You can get away with it in cartoons. Doesn't mean you can get away with it in fucking real life. It's yeah. supposed to be there for more of a therapeutic thing. Grand Theft Auto's really anarchist if you use it the right way because it's the way to be able to legally tell cops to go fuck themselves or to kill some pigs or some bullshit like that, you know. Take out your frustrations. It wasn't meant for what it's being used for. Yeah, I mean... That's what art supposed to be, I guess, is, you know, it's like when you start actually hurting people, you cross this shit line, you know, unless you're protecting somebody, you know, you really don't have any reason to be hurting no one. No, you're allowed to protect yourself, your family, and your immediate neighbors, that's it. And if someone fucks with that shit, they can fuck off. They even come close around that shit. Start tiptoeing around the crunch berries of that, those particular fine subjects. They're yeah. probably going to find themselves fucking fucked over. I start he hearing them crunch berries pop. I'm coming. <laughs> I'm telling you. Now, we're going to go through it. I'm going to put out some cartoons here. Uh, I'm going to list... Uh, some violent cartoons. We're going to have Mike Diana. He's coming on after this. So let's go ahead and uh, get started. You ready, Mom? Yeah. Alright, hold on. Motherfucker. Smoke this shit. My mom's favorite fucking violent cartoon was Yosemite Sam, huh, Mom? Yeah. What do you know about Yosemite Sam? Yosemite Sam is a cartoon character in the Looney Tunes and Merry Melodies series of short films produced by Warner Brothers. Whoa. His name is taken from Yosemite National Park, and he's an adversary of Bugs Bunny. He's commonly depicted as an extremely aggressive, gun-slinging, outlaw, pirate, or cowboy huh. with a hair-trigger temper and an intense hatred of rabbits. <laughs> Bugs in particular. In cartoons with non-Western themes, he uses various aliases, including Chillicoot Sam, named for the Chillicoot Trail, and Square Deal Sam in 14 Carat Rabbit, Riff Raff Sam in Sahara Hair, Sam Schultz in Big House Bunny, Seagoing Sam and Buccaneer Bunny. Shanghai Sam and Mutiny on the Bunny. Wow. Von Sham the Hessian in Bunker Hill Bunny. <laughs> and Baron Sam Von Spam in Dumb Patrol. <laughs> During the golden age of American an animation, Yosemite Sam appeared in 33 shorts made between... 1945 and 1964. God damn, Mom, you're a fucking, like, 
Wikipedia should hire you or something, huh? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> like you said, he's my favorite. Wow. He kind of was just this violent motherfucker. Always trying to kill Bugs Bunny. Didn't care who else he killed in the process. Blew himself up numerous times. And he kind of comes first because he's like the 1940s dude. Yeah. Bugs Bunny, he would incur violence. He would just be like, all right, I want, I'm going to cause you so much fucking grief, you're going to want to kill me. And then I'm going to cause so much grief that it's going to kill you. <laughs> He's kind of like the mentality of America right now, right? Yep. In a way. Yep. Oh, I want you to be crazy, and then when you fucking say you're crazy, I'm gonna fucking put put you away. <laughs> yep. You can only hope you can get on that special train called the Miami Special, filled with bikini models. <laughs> Tex Avery was one of the most fucked up guys in cartoons. He said, in a cartoon, you can get away with anything. He worked for all the big guys, you know, like MGM, Warner Brothers, Walter Lance. The last motherfucker he did, Mom, was Chilly Willy. Yeah, that's what I was saying. He must have regretted some of the violence at the end because Chilly Willie is like the only cartoon he did that is non-violent. He specialized in the violence though. I guess he got his eyeball fucking... He lost his eyeball while he was making a cartoon like in the 40s or whatever at Warner Brothers. There was some kind of fucking accident in a thumbtack went in his eyeball and he only could see out of one eye but that's when they said all of his cartoons changed and they started focusing on the violence and he was like able to like create these gags and then the cartoons and stories would be built around the gags yeah. <clears throat> but the fucking uh I remember he okay I heard he was the first uh relate he was in relation to the first hanging judge and he was the distant cousin of Daniel Boone. The first thing he judged. Yeah. Judge Roy Bean. I don't know, probably. If that's the motherfucker. The west to the that would be him. He says he's from Texas, too, so, you know, that's where he started from A&M. And then went into animation. But the, uh... You know, he would do things. Chuck Jones said, like, one time he hit himself in the nuts so hard that his fucking tongue rolled out of his mouth. And that's how he got that fucking tongue roller fucking thing coming out of the Tom and Jerry. But then he'd have Tom, like, having this fucking huge crush on some hot cat chick. And the way he drew the, the chicks were, like, really sexual. You know? Like... They were getting ready to fuck. Or, uh... Remember the wolf? City wolf? 
and Little Red Riding Hood doing the fucking. That was a pretty good one. And the and the and the wolf would always be like, oh, and his tongue would be fucking coming out of his mouth and all this shit. Yep, I almost had a job with Ren and Stimpy. You guys can go back and listen to the Ren and Stimpy episode. <laughs> it's a good thing I didn't. Oh, what I'm gonna do to you. <laughs> but talk about some cartoon violence. I think, you know, they really got somewhere that I really loved back then. I still do. It did turn into a monster. Well, you know, John K. ended up becoming a monster. And what about the ones that are responsible for the cartoons, too, you know? Because in that case, I was 19. I would have been hired by John K. He would have been popped a year later being a pedophile. You know, I saw that motherfucker, like, years and years later with Kim L. Jackson, Maisha's uh, cousin. And we were at the sh this place called the Shrine Mom in Hollywood. And he was there with his daughter signing shit all these years later. Isn't that greasy? Six and make it a combo for free. Wow, that's going over. I'm sold. Taco chat. Oh. You've been listening to. I mean, we'll be right back now. I mean, we're back. Man, I'm stoned. Leave you alone. Testing, testing, testing. Mike, Diana, you're out there. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No taping boxes. No hacking ab above <laughs> a level 10 decibel. <coughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dame Darcy, she used to like try and get work done when she was doing a show. <laughs> well, yeah, Dame, Dame Darcy, it was cool to have her for a couple times and then she was like, yeah. I think she just wanted too much direction too fast, and she's just one of those people yeah. that just needs a lot of attention and direction. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. You just have to go do your own thing, though, you know? Yeah, that's what you're, you're after. She's got to do her own show. She's not going to hijack you. Right. <laughs> no, my mom knew it, too. And I just felt like, hey, we did the sh we did one show, and she did. She said some things that she 
probably wish she hadn't said and just thought I was going to... Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm not going to say it because I'm not going to narc on her, but I'll just, you know, I just think that she, if she, if she would have put more thought into it, yeah. you really shouldn't say things that, you know, it's, it's one thing if you say it and you're like, ah, oh, and had some time to think about it, you know, and, but yeah. if you're like just saying things yeah. and, and just expect somebody to go and auto-correct it. It's yeah. probably, you know, I, I am not autocorrect, you know. <laughs> and I think calling me at like 10 o'clock in the morning, too, and just being like, I need you to do this for me right now. Oh, God. And it's like, mm, I haven't had coffee yet, you know. It just kind of yeah. went that way too hard, too fast. Oh, yeah. But I do have a, a, a great respect for Dame Darcy and... I, I've always liked her, you know. I just, you know, what I thought I could do with her here on this show and yeah. what actually happened were, <laughs> hey, if you don't try, you know. Right, Mom? Yeah. <laughs> You'll never know. I mean, at least you got her. Yeah, we had her for a few shows. There's one I still haven't released yet. Uh-huh. And, you know, she talks crap about a little bit about somebody that's in the industry. Oh jeez. And I haven't edited really? I don't want to have to listen to this whole like hour and fifteen minute fucking show just to find this like thirty seconds that she you know busted someone's yeah. balls up a little you know, it's like Yeah. Why'd you say it? You know? <laughs> yeah. Why'd you say it? if you don't fuck you know yeah. It's one thing if you say it and you make a mistake, Mikey. We've both done that. But, you know, it's just like, if you're just saying it and not thinking about it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, you guys, mean what you say, say what you mean. Don't fuck around, you know? Yeah, exactly. Just, you know, mean what you say, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's the beauty of the show is to keep it all natural. Yeah. The less editing I have to do, if none at all. Uh, oh, that's glory, glory, hallelujah. You know? Yeah. So. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I don't want to have to edit shit. Mm. You know. That's just how it is, oh, Mike. Yeah, just, you know, I think, which leads us kind of a little bit into what today's show's about, cartoon violence. Yeah. And uh, even though it's kind of like, well, maybe these guys, when they were putting out a large amount of the cartoon violence back in the day, didn't realize the repercussions of what would happen today. Of course, there's always the drawback, you know, but yeah, I always enjoyed the therapy of cartoon violence, where yeah. they were always able to be violent in places I wasn't able to be in this in this realm, in this dimension, you know. Well, 
it's not around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the whole concept of therapy's gone out the window when it becomes manifest. I mean, it, oh, well, I saw it on a cartoon so I can get away with it. Well, you're about as dumb as it gets. Exactly. Uh, that's why they got Wet Sussex Ghost going uh, stupid criminal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what did it. The cartoons. You know, Tex, we talked about Tex Avery. Me and Mom talked about Yosemite Sam and Tuck Tex Avery uh, and Ren and Stimpy. Didn't mention Beavis and Butthead, she said. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, I guess that was an act of fucking cartoon violence that made it onto MTV, right? Because yeah. fucking Beavis was all like, fire, fire. And then some kids were all setting fires and blaming it on Beavis or whatever, you know? Yeah. I mean, what I heard is that that was a parent that, you know, blamed it on the show and it wasn't even really because of the show or anything. But once that was said, it kind of stuck, and they like had to take, you know, censor the views of Edward doesn't say fire, fire anymore. Yeah. Except in the movie, I think they do. They like says fire, you know, or something. So that was funny. They're like, well, it's a movie, we can do it. <laughs> Is that right? Is there's something in there where he's like fire, fire? And Mike Judge is like this totally nice guy in real life. From my understanding, I haven't personally met him, but I know that I've had nothing but good reviews about him. Yeah, that's what it seems like from what I've heard. You know, uh, so you know, in the case of just knowing. Knowing these thresholds, you know, where cartoons don't get hurt, they can't die, you can do whatever the fuck you want to them, but they're fucking cartoons. Yeah. And violence yeah. on that becomes necessity. But, you know, it's like, yeah, once this, I don't know. Because that's what it, it seemed like South Park is an easy uh, mark to fuck with. And The Simpsons, Family Guy, uh, American Dad, that has, you know, over a hundred pedophile jokes. Yeah, it's just like, eh. You know, it's one thing, the cool thing about having hunted that shit down to read it in an underground comic or something like that, you know? Yeah. Uh, and just having it blatantly in your fucking face on primetime, I mean. Yeah. It's like American yeah, Dad, he's exactly. like, our neighbor is fucking children, and then everybody's, ah, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, it's just another laugh. Yeah, it's like, and then you got the fucking Paul Lynn alien dick. Advocating it, or you know, like that's right, Stan. <laughs> yeah, you know, and it's just, it's not funny. I don't even like that style of 
animation anyway. And, you know, but that's like this weird mental violence almost because uh, yeah. it just it it goes past the whole like Tom and Jerry, you know, Tom getting his fucking uh, neck fucking caught in the window pane and his tongue fucking, you know. You know, that's the stuff I used to watch because you probably remember the UHF channels back in the day. Oh, yeah. We used to watch stuff just because it's on TV. I mean, usually they have the generic kind of cartoon hour, like Bugs Bunny hour and like that. But those were all old cartoons that probably the station was getting for really cheap or free. You know, and those cartoons really weren't even made for kids. Yeah. You know, that was made for, to be shown before the movie, made basically for adults. So when I was a kid watching all those cartoons, you know, there was the ones with the little racist bits in it. There was the ones where you'd see Adolf, Adolf Hitler there, or some anti-Japanese war thing, you know? Yeah. And I was like... You know, sometimes I'd see that stuff, and I was like, wow, am I really supposed to be seeing this, you know? Questionable. But then I think Spielberg bought a lot of those, um, I heard he bought uh, cartoons, and he, like, started censoring them, so that's no good either. I think there just needs to be, like, cartoons for kids, and then cartoons for adults, you know? people that are more mature or whatever. Right. You know, well, of course we have Adult Swim. We've had a couple examples of cartoons. I don't even remember that hard and heavy. Yeah. Or uh, Liquid Television. Uh -huh. With uh, the Max on there. With uh, uh -huh. Sam Keith, or, you know, that guy, he could draw some violent stuff, but it was like this kind of like, it was a different stylization, or. Yeah. I think, you know, some of the best violent shit is shit that's just obvious. I always like Tex Avery or McKimson doing the Looney Tunes. Yeah, Tex Avery was some of the most, maybe some of the more wild stuff. Yeah. Imaginative stuff, you know, screwy squirrel, droopy. Yep. Um, and you see the wolf there with his eyes popping out, looking at the pretty girl dancing. You know? <laughs> yeah, we were talking about him. City wolf and little little red hot riding hood. <laughs> um. I mean, but that was some pretty violent stuff. I mean, I had an Instagram post I put up just of a still shot I took off the television picture off the TV screen of a Tex Avery cartoon. And Instagram censored him, you know, it was a dog with a noose around its neck, standing on top of a giant, like, black, old-school kind of bomb, and he has a gun in his hand pointed at his head, you know? Yeah, I can see it already. It's pretty, yeah, it's a pretty violent image, but I mean, still it's a cartoon dog, you know, and that's like, and that's like cut for violence, I guess, on Instagram. Oh, man. Yep. I had a little cartoon that looked like the uh, bathroom sign. 
it said suicide watch had a guy like trying to hang himself or whatever and there was another guy like sitting on a chair eating popcorn watching and it said suicide watch and instagram was like now oh god our butts hurt too much because of it <laughs> you know that's all it is it's a bunch of butt hurt it's like you know once you start calling shots on one thing you, you know, then you can't have redheads. Then you can't have people with mustaches. Then you can't have women who have skirts over a certain length. You know, uh, on and on. You go, you're dragging it all the all the shit back that we fought to get away from. You know, yeah. it's just you kind of do need that. Well, you don't kind of. You do need the freedom. Yeah. <clears throat> to do the thing that you know is healthy for you. If it's legal, it's not hurting anybody. Fuck it, man. 18 and over, you know, 16, you know, they already got age limits, you know, mature audiences. It's like, well, no, if they're old enough to fucking click the fucking, yes, I'm over 18 button. Yeah. It's like, what did Disney do? They just put on the Punisher and Daredevil, and they are based off violent cartoons. Uh-huh. You know, but you're talking yeah. about the serious aspects of comics and stuff like that. And not this yeah. cartoon thing like that, but it all really does kind of combine in the end, you know. And you remember the um, yeah, I'm trying to remember the name of that other comic, Carlin, the Carlin or whatever. Oh, Spawn. You saw the Spawn cartoon. Yeah, violent as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, it's fuck. Guys just shooting a guy in the head or like shooting a guy and stuff, you know. I mean, what about Coonskin, you know? Ralph Bashke. Now you're talking about Ralph Bashke and he did the, uh, what was the other one? Not Coonskin, but about the American. Was that the same movie? I can't remember. Freedom something, I can't remember. Um, like Freedom oh, Fighter. Out, uh, hey, good looking. Maybe. Like 50s guys, 1950s. No, it was like no, America it was had the man. like Amer- uh, American bikini on or whatever. Huh. I can't remember it's what kind that was. kind of in my brain. I'm trying to remember what that was. There's a few of them though, man. Even in uh, when his adaption on Arkham's uh, Fritz the Cat, there's levels of violence. In oh, there. right. You know. And that's when yeah, one of the things Crumb was like, no, that's not how he is. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know. But, uh, yeah. I don't mind the, the Fritz the Cat movie. It's not so bad. It's not so bad, but it is different it's, than the character that he's actually oh, yeah. being drawn as by R. Crumb. I don't know if it's even possible, really. It just sounded like, you know, uh, Bashke wanted more art direction than he probably should have been able to have. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, they're coming for you, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> it's because you dropped the anvil on that motherfucker downtown. Oh shit! <laughs> I know. I heard you get on the four train. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
fucking out of there. You know, what about, um, what about these cartoons? Remember He-Man? Oh, yeah. I mean, that was kind of like fighting and shooting at each other and stuff. Did anyone actually die? I don't remember. No. You know what's funny, though, is because Kevin Smith just did the He-Man or the Masters of the Universe Revelation cartoon that came out last year. Oh, right. And he actually kills the few people that he brings ba- back, like Rio Blast, Moss Man, uh-huh. uh... And a couple, you know, he kills Moss Man. It's like, you're you not fucking killing really? Moss Man. It's like killing fucking Swamp Thing. That's not nice. Why would he do that? Because Kevin Smith had no reference of He-Man. He ended up oh, admitting God. it. He was like, I actually didn't know what the story was about. It was like, could you be a little uh, bit more fucking retarded about some, you know, it's you made know. for 7 to 11-year-old children. Yeah, <laughs> but that was the cool thing about He-Man. It had a bunch of characters. Yeah. And it did have that subliminal, like, Skeletor could melt your face off. Right. But he never will. Because he needs you to come back for next week's episode, you know. Yeah. Plus, they, He-Man's got a PSA at the end. And G.I. Joe did the same fucking thing, man. They'd be shooting at these guys all, you know, not one Cobra guy goes down. Yeah. Not one bad guy goes down. It's just lasers flying past each other. Doesn't make much sense. Uh-uh, because it just, it, it insinuates the violence, but it's not actually the full it's Monty, like you know. There's no Cobra guts. Yeah, you want you want you want to see like Destro get his fucking metal plate blown off his fucking head, you know? Or I mean, they could make it funny where he's like, "Oh, my plate!" picks it back up and pops it back on, or something, you know? What'd you say again, Mom? Say that again. I say Cobra guts and Hydra guts. We want. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking heard it. Not these little assholes going around jacking cars and shooting cops. Because my mom was saying, hey, it's like Grand Theft Auto, but for real, you know? Yeah. How young are they starting at now, you know? Exactly. My point. You know. The problem is, they try to take violence out of cartoons, and now they're just in real life doing it. Well, when you think you can break the laws of physics like a fucking cartoon character, you're going to end up dead or in jail. And that's what happened. Yeah. So. Now, how about this one, though? It's like, you know, they kind of, sometimes they want to copy what they see or whatever. They're influenced by things. Yeah. What is the ratio of, like, kids doing things that possibly harm themselves because they saw a cartoon right. compared to a single jackass, you know? Yeah. And they jump off a roof and break their backs. Well, yeah, that that reminds me of, like, <laughs> I was thinking about that earlier, too, like, uh, this kind of, like, Gilligan's Island kind of fucking thing, or Three Stooges. Yeah. 
like a physical thing. I gotta wait till my yeah. mom's done talking to cinnamon or whatever. <laughs> the dog's misbehaving. No, she's alright. <laughs> this I mean, Gilligan's Island is kind of like a cartoon. Gilligan's Island. Yeah, and or it's just like these physical fucking like Bob Denver. He reminded me of these that kind of physical yeah. comedian that had like this cartoon violence would happen to him, but it's a live action fucking thing. Yeah. You know, it's like he's getting hurt. If any if that happened to anybody else in real life, you know? Uh. <laughs> I mean, you know, you'd you'd be in the fucking yeah. hospital. You know, I mean, you can't, you can't do this, you know, but I, I think it, the implications there, I think with the violence that's in now is like, I would say, it's like the trade off is for mental violence. Like, no, you can't show the dogs, you know, like who, who would have, who would have drawn that one too? That would have been like McKimson, right? Uh, but, you know, the dog on the bomb, two guns in his fucking head. You know, he's on a noose. Oh, you can't have that, but you can have this little fat kid shout out Jew and, you know, all this fucking racist shit or say some, another Nazi homophobic, you know, weekly thing. You know, that's where people are like, these kids are like, they don't have any common sense or manners. Yeah. <laughs> this little kid the other day was like, you have manners. Because in a way we're showing, you know, they're showing <laughs> like the fun, not that it's fun, but you know, they're showing it in a funny way and like somebody's saying something, but we're really not, we're not seeing any consequence for good action, you know. It is good to have manners. Besides people laughing about it. <laughs> right. They're coming for your ass, man. You really did it this time. Thousands of people running. <clears throat> you can hear the biological terror. The crocodile coming out of the fucking sewer. You know. These were like, you know, cartoon concepts at one point that kind of went into reality in the movies, too, you know? Fucking barely. You know who put that out? Coleco. Who? Remember Coleco? Coleco. No, Coleco. Like Coleco Vision. Oh, that's right. Coleco was like they had Donkey Kong and Mario for a minute, uh-huh. and then it went to fucking whatever, uh-huh. wherever Nintendo. But that's oh, the, that's Nintendo right. was Coleco at first, right? Yeah. So they had the Rambo cartoon. Oh, that's who it was. Yeah. And I I used to have one of the Rambo cartoon guns. It was like a tripod machine gun thing. Uh-huh. It came in a box yeah. and you could sit the fucking figure on the... Sit its ass oh, on wow. the gun. Blow away commies in the Rambo Lazy Boy Comforter. Mom says it's supposed to be a fifty caliber machine gun. Oh wow! It was, but that was Coleco. Yeah, 
But you know, it's yeah. this they've been pu- they've been pushing the shit since fucking GI Joe. But you know, the whole thing was like kids were like con- boys were like confused cuz they were pushing the army violence on them. Yeah. And then they were like, "All right, but they were still putting them out as fucking dolls." Uh-huh. And when they stopped putting them out as dolls and they started uh and they knuckled it down to the th- three and three quarter inch. Oh yeah, the little ones. And then with a swivel arm and all this other shit. Right. <clears throat> Where you know you could give it a gun and it could fucking really go into action. Those are the ones we used to blow up or melt. Where <laughs> we yeah. would really hurt these guys while we were playing with them. Uh-huh. You know, and that was like this. Oh, here's what here's what you get for watching sp- certain amount of you know violence or whatever. Yeah. Uh, in cartoons at that point, but you know, even if GI Joe was shooting at each other or Transformers were shooting at each other, or He Man, none of them would die. But now, when they do it, pe- these characters can die, you know. Or, like, Kevin Smith can be, like, this creator that's like, oh, I'm gonna fucking just kill off fucking Tila and man it on whatever. Orko, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Kill whoever. Yeah. Because, you know, you can resurrect them later on. But, you know, they have to actually die. Uh Superman. Yeah. How many times have they killed that motherfucker? You know? They made such a big deal, remember, about the death of Superman. Yep. So, you know. Then you, like, you know, there's the mainstream shit. And then there's shit like you and I have uh, been doing up to date. You know? And I think, you know... I have definitely had my own share of vi- cartoon violence in my in my own books, yeah. you know, and have like wanted to. Ha- it's been nice to have the freedom to to draw it, you know. Before I was eighteen, I'm not going to sit here and like tell anybody under eighteen to go ahead and 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 do that thing, but you know. Chances are, if they already feel that way, they were like you and I, and they've been doing it for a while, you know. Oh, yeah. And they come at me too, man. You know, I'll still yeah. hear some stuff. Oh, I got this guy, uh, another guy from uh, Georgia. His his name is Attack Mode. I'm gonna have him on a show here, oh, wow. and he's like a younger black dude that does underground comics and shit. And, uh, it's kind of this anime thing, but, yeah, it's just perverted crap. You know? And they'll sit there and do it on a Wacom tablet. (laughs) It's the 21st century. (laughs) You know? I I still feel like, you know, obviously being the age that we are and everything, you know, you're going to get better results drawing it ink to paper and cutting the computer completely out of it until maybe yeah, on some software editing or something or but you know uh-huh. not to where you're drawing the shit on the computer but you know that's yeah. 
That's where they're at, Mike. They're fucking drawing on pads. That's where it's But it's still the same concept. They still want to draw some violent shit. I've seen them. You know, it's out there. It's on fucking Instagram. It's all over the place. You know. I don't mind that we were part of this thing that set that. You know that. Uh, well, go for it, man. Fuck it. Yeah. You want to draw some violent shit? Yeah. <laughs> you. Do you think that? <laughs> go ahead. You started drawing at a young age, probably. Yeah. Do yep. you remember if you were influenced by the cartoon violence at all? Or? I remember the little shock you would get at first from uh-huh. seeing it. And be like, oh my god! And the fir- the very first tinges of like seeing it as a kid, and just, like here and there. But I thought the thing that really broke it for me was uh, what's the guy that did Squeak the Mouse, the Italian that j- the Italian guy that just died. Oh yeah, it starts with M. Yep. Uh, but uh, I forget you guys can go look it up. <laughs> Because that's how we handle things around here. Go look it up. Squeak the Mouse, the Italian... I don't know if I ever knew how to pronounce it. It was so fucking violent, and it's exactly where Matt Groening gets itchy and scratchy. Oh, of course. Because uh, when, when those guys are on the cartoon and they fucking are hacking each other, I can just picture Matt Groening having seen Squeak the Mouse back then when he was a lot younger. And how he probably felt, too. (laughs) You know. Uh, You know, because it's been out for a long time. Yeah. Um, But uh, the drawing itself is so crazy. And when the mouse attacks the fucking cat and cuts its fucking ears off or pulls its eyes out or rips its own skin off. I remember there was, like, the zombie mouse with the chainsaw. Yeah. Chasing him around. Yeah, you know, these are great images to me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, these are the things that inspired me in, like, I don't know, man. This It would have been right at 80, 81. Yeah. I had, like, the Disney compilation books that were, you could uh, buy them in, like, fucking the grocery store, even. And they'd be these hardcover Disney story time books, you know? Uh, and I'd just be addicted to those things. But then I remembered, like, seeing shit out of National Lampoon, like, yeah. uh, Dirty Duck. Uh, yeah. And they were either, like, really sexual or they were super violent. Yeah. And you could totally tell, you know, they it, it was almost the same difference, I always thought. You know, yeah. the violence was just in the impact of how it affected your own mind. Yeah, definitely. Well, one National Lampoon, Caboodle. That's I was just about to ask you. What was your favorite? <laughs> that was uh, I just saw it once, but it was the cat and mouse, like similar, the squeak mouse, where they're like really killing each other. And I mean, when I ordered Squeak Mouse. I ordered it from through Heavy Metal Magazine. And I got a 
daughter who said, I did not pay the full postage. They wanted more money, and I knew I paid the full postage. And I didn't respond. So then they sent me another letter saying that Squeak the Mouse shipment from France was seized at JFK Airport. Oh, wow. As obscenity. And it wasn't obscene, but, you know, JFK made heavy metal take them to court and spend all this money to release the shipment of books. And evidently one of the requirements to agree to um, release the shipment, I guess one of the things was it didn't say adults only on it. So not only they had to put an adults only sticker on the front cover, but also on the inside front cover, it was like a, a little piece of paper glued in there that said, this shipment was seized at JFK Airport, and it has been deemed in court that it's actually not obscene or something like that. Um, that's why they're asking for more postage money because they took a big hit, you know, to get that damn thing through court. It's too bad. Do you have that letter still by chance? Oh, can you imagine? Well, maybe on the internet it can be researched somehow. Yeah. Um, that that thing yeah. itself is a collectible. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, God. No, I remember, like, sticker in there. Air Pirates, <laughs> that fucking book affected me. Oh, yeah. But like I said, I, I remember, like, um, the first, like, National Lampoon, it was, like, a picture of, like, Casper the Friendly Ghost with, like, this huge heart on. And he's banging Wendy the Witch, and she's just squirting, you know? And I just thought, that was the first image I, I, I remember being completely underground. And it was, like, these two characters that I had seen in these, basically, borderline Harvey Toon you know, they're, they're borderline Christian comics. I mean, that's how hokey and cornball the humor really is. Yeah. So when you see these kinds of characters, you never think about them in that, literally in that position. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, here it is. And then you see these, like, kind of shock parodies. I think when you see it, and it's the image that you know, you know, and it has, it's always been innocent. You've never seen the defilement of that thing. I think those new feelings of that, that's the most uh, encourageable. That would be when cartoon violence is most, like, you know, encourageable in your life. Like, you, it could go one way or the other, you know? <laughs> Uh, I just knew I, I felt like you did. I, I wanted to draw that shit for the rest of my life, you know? Yeah, exactly. That was it. You I know. just, you know, I kind of just knew it. I know you did. We were kids. Yeah, you know, we've been at it yeah. ever since, you know? And I, I yeah. mean... Yeah, exactly. I mean, I... I you you had more on the on the pull end where you were actually accused of even being a killer because of your comics. Yeah. And like okay. be, being a violent person because mm -hmm. of their 
you know, judgmental assessment of you. Yeah. Without knowing, you know, like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's like, like them judging me based on what I draw and prove is like, be like going to Tex Avery and saying, you know, you must be a violent criminal. You know, or anyone who does any kind of movies about war, so if you're showing killing, that means you're a killer. You know, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. You would say that to younger people that were that are doing underground comics under 18. They have yeah. to be able to take that kind of scrutiny. Yeah. We all have. You just had extreme history-making scrutiny happen to you, Mike. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. you know, just because it won't have that validity, don't, don't think you're off the hook, you know, you younger creators uh -huh. out there listening to this shit. Because I know people, oh, yeah. the higher, I was telling my mom the analytics on the fucking show, Mike, and uh -huh. 17 and younger listen to the show uh -huh. more than anybody. You know, it's like, I think this is an 18 and over show, personally. I've said it repeatedly. <laughs> I think I talk about some deep-ass shit, but you gotta be like, you gotta give kids credit, man. It's just like, they know a lot. They know a lot. They're not fucking stupid. Their ears are open. They can hear shit, you know? Yeah. They're very receptive. Everything's fucking online, too, man. It's retarded. And half the parents don't know how to safety lock that shit out of their kids' lives. Yeah. You know? Yeah, definitely. And they, so, you know, yeah, my mom was saying know. it earlier, you know? The same way you would set fucking... Uh, the way you would set it up when you were, like, having to work all the time, you would leave your kid in front of the TV until you got back. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> right. And most of the shit, you know... There was that kind of, like, advantages to, you know, but if you're, you know, with the kind of violence that's hyper-violent now, you got that, like, remember that Tree Friends, the cuddly Tree Friends thing? And those guys are, like, these super-violent, cute animal guys. Oh, yeah. You know, things like that. And they're really yeah. doing this motel hell shit to each other. You know, it, it steps up because <laughs> there really wasn't the blood. That was the thing that was missing. The same way that G.I. Joe couldn't shoot a cobra is the same way that you would see it on a Tex Avery cartoon. There was no blood. Yeah. There was no guts. There was like, you know, they could blow their face off. Yeah. And then it would come back. It would spin back around, you know, after 80 times. Or <laughs> You know, I mean, those cartoons are probably blowing people's minds as it is. They didn't want to see the line. <laughs> right. You know, that's something else. <laughs> when you start drawing the blood into the cartoon violence. Yeah. <laughs> it's. <laughs> you know. Yeah, exactly. Some of my favorite. Another one of my favorite cartoon violence guys was uh, uh, Tim Vigil. Who did Faust? Who did the Faust comic? Oh, that's right. I tried to get him on the show a while ago, but he just kept he kept blowing me off, and then uh, 
But I'm friends with his brother, Joe Vigil, who's been on the show. Uh, you guys can go back and listen to the the episode, uh, The Antichrist of Comics, starring Joe Vigil. And he talks about doing psychedelics while he was in the Air Force. Oh, wow. That fucking episode is awesome, actually, bro. And it's finally just now getting the recognition. Uh-huh. Uh-oh. Nobody knows about it, really. Sounds like someone's trying to sell you some uh, shawarma. Shawarma Peters. They're going after you. You know, 18, remember the 18 court? Oh, yeah. I was watching that recently and I, reminded, I was reminded that, like the, the cartoons we were talking about, people don't die. Yeah. Stephen J. Cannell. I mean, I would think for some reason that was a decision by the executives or something that were like, well, we don't want this to be a violent, really a violent show. Because it's kind of like, you know, from Vietnam War and everything. But is that just it was a family show or something? I don't know. I don't know. I think it got a little bit more restrictive if you look at it from like the 50s on gangster and cowboy movies, which is generally what there were. You could shoot motherfuckers down and kill them. Oh, God. That was like... Even on TV, like fucking Gunsmoke or whatever. Yeah, even Gunsmoke and shit. But I think, you know... You jump up 20 years into the uh, late 70s, early 80s. Yeah. And that restriction has changed to get into there's like just like, I think it is really based off of religious fundamentalists who put an emphasis on it and kind of pervert the fucking thing to begin with. So that's why you get these bad studies in the end on it. Yeah. They don't talk about it, right? It's like, you, what they really should be telling kids is like, well, if you really hate your teacher that much, you're allowed to draw them getting killed by a fucking killer shark. Yeah. You know, it's okay. It's okay that the shark bites its yeah. fucking head off. And, you know, I, and you should be able to exercise because people are dicks. You got to live on a planet full of fucking people that are just not perfect, dude. Yeah, exactly. And to be able to exercise your right of art should be something that's expressed from, you know, if we handled it maturely, we could talk about everything. But we don't. You know when there's like a certain time or whatever. Yeah. Uh Uh-oh. That's the, uh... Hold on, we're going to take a little break. Right after this phone (laughs) fucking ring. We'll be right back. Okay, we're back.
Welcome to Good Day. We're here with Mike Diana talking about the wholesome topic of cartoon violence. Cartoon violence. Son of a bitch. Sounds like you're involved with the Russian mob now. Yeah. I stumbled into a rare place in New York, a public restaurant. Oh, shit. I think I know where you're at. <laughs> Sounds like cartoon violence. Yeah, where the fuck are you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I used to always piss at phone booths, but now a lot of the phone booths are gone, most of them. Oh, yeah. You know, with a perfect little, you go there and you always see like a cup of urine sitting in there or something. <laughs> but it's just because I'm pee shy. I mean, other people, they pull it out wherever. Yeah, I remember like being drunk, I could do it more, you know. I don't know. Some social security violence. Aww. I know. I'm just like, hey, we're only, we're like 13 minutes out. <laughs> we're 13 minutes out on fucking, we're getting up to episode 200. Can you believe that shit, Mom? Oh, wow. I think we flipped 2,000 fucking listeners overnight, too. Uh-huh. Like, that's never fucking happened. Yeah. We've only had, like, you know, 300 or 400. But, you know, we haven't had, like, this kind of weird search. So, you know, like, Easter weekend, everybody drops off. They're hanging out with their families. Yeah. They can't look, they can't listen to shit like this on Easter. But after Easter, they're like, oh shit. Underground cartoon therapy. I've been waiting to get done with this fucking cartoon violence episode. Mom says that we got like at least five volumes to do of cartoon violence episodes. What do you think? Yeah. I'm sure we do. I think that sounds right. Get more specific. You know? So does your mom remember any, like, in particular cartoons, like, the kind of stuff she used to watch? Well, she said at the beginning, she did a whole Yosemite Sam biography. Oh, you okay. haven't heard it yet. You'll hear it when this thing gets edited. Here, let me eat some fucking antacid. I'm really... I got some fucking heartburn just fucking killing me out. <laughs> Hold on a second, guys. Say it again. You're somebody Sam character. I don't think they're really pushing that anymore. They have the guns. Yeah, they're not pushing him. They're not pushing any of that shit anymore. They took Sports away all the fun. Sad. I mean, 
Oh, yeah. I mean, you never saw him actually kill anyone, but you know Taz can, like, kill people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Piss them off. <laughs> no, there were some crazy ones, too, man. Like, uh, I remember there was the one with the, uh, Sylvester and his his son. And they would always be on some in some situation, like on a ship or in a warehouse or some bullshit. Uh-huh. And they would run into the giant kangaroo. Oh wow, I forgot about that. <laughs> and they would be like, "Oh, it's a giant! It's a giant mouse!" Yeah. And the and that kangaroo would just beat the shit out of Sylvester every time. Yeah. I love that. I mean, what? that was like one of these like, here's some cartoon violence you can count on. You know, yeah. you knew that was going to happen. We were talking about Sam Sam Wolf too, or Wiley Coyote's uh, cousin, because uh-huh. Wiley Coyote has a black nose, and his cousin Sam has a red nose, and that's the only difference. And one's oh. a coyote, and one's a wolf. Yeah, he's supposed to be a wolf in the fucking in the one where they clock in with the. The sheepdog, remember? Uh-huh. And that was Chuck Jones, and Chuck Jones understood cartoon violence. Yeah. You know, he yeah, knew... Like he knew... Mm-hmm. That was the main one. Yeah. Like, in one three-minute cartoon, how many deaths have we seen? <laughs> you know? Multiple times. And he's yeah. not, he can't die, just like he can't catch the motherfucker either. My mom yeah. pointed out, he's like, yeah, sometimes he would catch him, but he wouldn't be around very long. <laughs> yeah. you, you know, like, <laughs> so that even put more of the anxiety on you, you know? Oh, yeah. They were like anxiety. It was high anxiety shit, you know, like, acne. You knew it was going to be some kind of crazy invention that backfired. Uh-huh. <laughs> like you could always order that stuff. Acme ray gun, you know. Acme ray gun. Acme death ray. Yeah. You know. Uh. Yeah, it's weird, like, to think that some violent cartoon would have, like, kick-started some of the serial killers that are out there. Yeah. You know, or... Oh, God. You just don't yeah. know how fragile people's minds can be on some weird level, you know? Yeah. But I guess yeah, if, a, if a Looney Tunes cartoon or a Walter Lance... Walter Lance, he was another guy. I mean, that guy could do some violent fucking cartoons. You know, like, no one wanted to kill fucking Woody Woodpecker more than that. Fucking Wally Woolworth motherfucker. Yeah. And he was always Swedish, too, or something. He's like, her. I'm a gonna get, I'm a gonna get that Woodpecker. You know? Yeah. 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 Yeah.
or there was different forums too, man. Like Walter Lay, there was a Walter Lane's cartoon where like it was like some guy who was married to his his wife, but every time he every time he went crazy, fucking all this crazy yeah. shit happened to his head, like a little party favor whistle comes out of his mouth and his eyes turn into uh-huh. graffiti or <laughs> some bullshit, yeah. you know. I can't remember what that was called. Go fucking look it up. <laughs> but, you know, it, it was almost violent. Because something violent would happen to him and he would go crazy. Or it'd just be like, oh, I'm going to make you psychotic. And by the end of it, you're just like, ah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. The big blow up, you know. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You know. I don't know if you ever remember the Tom and Jerry where they both had their girlfriend and like they both got broken up with. And the last scene is them both sitting on the train track waiting for the train to run them down. Uh huh. I do remember that. Because my father had like, and my mother got divorced, so my father was very sensitive. And I just happened to be sitting there and it was that episode, and he kind of sat there and watched a minute. And then when he saw that part, he's like, what? They're going to kill themselves over a woman? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He, like, took such offense to it. (laughs) Like, it's a mouse and a cat. Yeah, well, I remember that feeling that, those little feelings of desperation, you know. Yeah. I think it's like how fine artists look at abstract paintings or color values on oil paintings and shit. Oh, this one takes me to this place. It's like, well, yeah. that's how that Tom and Jerry fucking trying to off themselves on the train track episode made me feel. Yeah, exactly. You know? Or a, a bunch of shit, man. Yeah. yeah. Things I can't even remember that are so obscure. And it was like this, yeah. like, I saw them one time, even. You know? Yeah. It could have been on, like, yeah. Captain Caveman into Teen Angels. Not that I remember anything coming off the Teen Angels, like, that uh-huh. made me feel that, but you never know. Is that yeah. one thing is like, ugh. Yeah. Makes you dark. <laughs> yeah. Takes you to these dark depths. Yeah. <laughs> these darkened depths. Good God. I know. Yeah. You never know. I mean, another thing I was thinking of also is that as humans, you know, like if we think about humans in the old days or in the past, in a way your your uh, entertainment was, it was a television, you know, because it didn't exist. So, yeah, I mean, there is like real thing to say, what well, is it really good for humans? You know, you're standing there, sitting there, Staring at all these flashing images, basically. Um, I just think that, like, when I was a kid, I knew that you have to go spend a certain amount of time outside, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm climbing a tree now, and then I watch cartoons or whatever, you know? It's not just about entertaining yourself really constantly 
you know, in front of the TV at home, you're on your phone, and then you're on video games, and, you know, so on. So who knows, you know? I think it's just common sense. Yeah. It is, really. Yeah, you gotta live in reality. You know, you can't watch, like, heavy metal and be like, I'm the Lochnar. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Lochnar, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that was like my little tribute to being a violent movie, you know. Yeah. It's definitely a that's violent a cartoon movie. That's a good one. Yeah. If, if we had our own, you know, satellite and had underground cartoons on it all the time, you know, yeah. that'd be cool. We could show all the Spike and Mike shit, which is totally violent, too. Yeah, definitely. Little shout-out to them. Shout-out to all the violence, cartoonists and cartoon directors, <laughs> comic book artists. Uh, and we are coming to the end of the hour, Mike, Diana. Can you believe this shit? I knew that go by in a flash. I know. Well, that's what happens to us masters of cartoon violence. Yeah, it's a sign of a good episode. The fucking cartoon violence episode. Incredible. <laughs> it was incredible. <laughs> Is that it? You stopped? No, I didn't stop yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let you guess. No. <laughs> then I'll say how I really feel. Like, oh, it's not recording? All right, I mean, Thank like, God. Like, fuck those guys. No. Yeah. Oh, shit. No. It's all good in the hood. We did have a good show. If you guys got a story or whatever, give me a call. Uh, 206-666-5847. <laughs> Send me and my mom some money on the back end of PayPal. AdamAirWilliams.com. No, I'm just kidding. AdamAirWilliams at gmail.com. Mike Diana. Boiled Angel, Adam A. Williams. Yeah, well, I can't blame everything on cartoon violence. It's kind of ridiculous, man. I think, you know. I think that's where it really lays out, too. You know, it's like, if you could just be a fucking chill parent and allow some kind of reality of the situation like hey you live in a violent fucking world you know in those days of like early development I remember watching Chuck Jones cartoons like Wile E. Coyote and shit and being like you wanted the coyote to kind of catch the roadrunner at some point to see what that would be like it was never gonna fucking happen there's that kind of psychological fucking, like, you can't have it kind of thing, right, Mom? Well, Well, he never, he never could hurt him. Yeah, exactly. I remember one particular issue where he was trying to cook me. Yeah. He got loose. Remember, there was his cousin, too. He had a wolf. Uh, yeah. cousin yeah. that would try to hunt the sheep. It was like dumber than dumb. And there was the sheep dog, you know. 
Ralph and Sam. And they would clock into fucking work. And that was a different kind of violence because they were on the clock violence. You know what I'm saying? Like, he purposely would clock in knowing he was going to get his ass handed to him for the next eight hours. That was pretty funny, dude. That was a great gag line. You know, I think violence is therapeutic, man, as long as it's kept in the fucking cartoons. And I'm kind of going to just take a look throughout the episode, you know, and just be like, hey, this is what I, this is the violent cartoons that I did, like, you know, or whatever. And here's the ones that I don't. You know? Especially if I know the creator and they suck. Like those South Park fucking dicks. Fuck those guys. You know? But I know you like South Park, Mom. I like some aspects of it because it was one of the first cartoons to come on and really just make fun of everything. Yeah, they did. That's true. They had, yeah, they had no boundary. But the senseless violence for the new ways they kill Kenny, and it's like, who decided it was Kenny out of all of them that got to die every episode? Well. Who's on Kenny? Was he the poor Jewish kid? <laughs> well, aren't they, I don't know, Stan's Jewish. Yeah. What's Kenny? He's not Jewish, is he? He's just some white trash dick, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I guess it's okay It's okay to kill the white trash dick. But, you know, you couldn't kill Stan every fucking episode. Because then it'd become like no, this fucking... Kill the Irish Travelers kid, so. Yeah, you're allowed to kill the fucking Mick. You can't... <laughs> you can kill the Irish fuck. That's alright. Who cares how white people think? Who gives a fuck? (laughs) (coughs) I guess that's what it's really saying. Alright, let's talk about some more violence. Right after this motherfucker's eyeballs pops out of his fucking head. And your mom coughing up a lung. My mom's coughing up a lung. Metalocalypse is band managers trapped in a submarine deep beneath the ocean, getting ready to have his eyeballs pop out. From sea pressure. Holy shit. Oh, there they go. You've been listening to Adam Air MD. GED. Now in shock therapy mode. Underground Cartoon Therapy. Are you tripping yet? (laughs) We'll be right back. I mean, yeah.